Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of What the Tech Am I Doing? I am so excited uh, that so many people are tuning back in every month, um, twice a month, to listen to these. And I am so honored by all of the kind comments that everyone has been messaging me. Um, It really does go a long way to rate us and let us know what you're liking and how we're doing. You can leave comments. Um, You can, you know, go on our Instagram, wherever you listen to this, so Spotify or Apple um, or one of the other sites and just letting us know what you think. So really appreciating it and let's get started. Okay, so this week's topic is Ramadan. So this is the month of Ramadan, which um, is a religious month for people who are in the faith of Islam. It is also, um, if you are not in that faith or not, you know, in that faith at all, I do think it's interesting that it does fall this year within the same time frame as um, Easter and when people are doing Lent and different things. And all to say that there are similarities in the, in these activities, and we'll get into that in this this isn't going to be a super, you know, religious session or anything like that. Um, I do urge people to look into different religions. I think it's really impactful when you can understand more about someone's background. And a lot of the time, someone's background or culture is based a lot on religion. And so that's where it can tie in. Um, but I am of the belief that I think everyone, you know, the, the whole thing is to try and be a good person. And however you get there, um, whether religion helps you do that. Um, believing in a higher power, spirituality, or or none of those. You know, I think that's that's to everyone's um, comfort and what works for you and what you believe in. Um, but something that I want to talk about this month is that. So, you know, within, um, and I'm no expert, but on um, other religions, but within um, people seeing seeing Lent out, you know, typically you give something up for a certain amount of time. And um, depending on how you practice it, I have heard that people also will, you know, do intermittent fasting, really. So, you you know, you'll fast until um, you'll skip breakfast and then maybe eat later in the day after lunch. And I think that's really interesting because that also coincides with Ramadan, which um, I'm doing and my family does. And in that sense, you are also fasting. This is a longer fasting window. So we fast from sunrise to sunset every day for a calendar month. So it's typically, it's based on the moon actually. Um, And so during that, during those fasting windows, so it's uh, approximately sunrise to sunset, you end up also trying to abstain. So giving up a lot of these extraneous pleasures that some people um, may seek out. And so there's no drinking water. That's the big one where everyone's like, oh my gosh, no water. How are you surviving? Um, no water, no food during the day. Um, you're also supposed to, we typically talk about no water, no food, cause that's the hardest thing. Right. Um, but a big part of it as well is no talking ill on others, you know, positive thoughts, helping others, charity, donating, really trying to be the best version of yourself and reflecting and extra prayers, Um, and to me, prayer is another form of meditation, right? Like, I think it's really interesting when 
life and health mimics religion. Um, and again, I'm not not here to to preach on one religion or the other. I think a lot can be the same same thing, different stories. Um, but nowadays, everyone talks a lot about meditating and how that's good for you. And really, that's just taking a time of quietness, instilling your mind, instilling your body. And a lot of people, you know, tend to get that through um, prayer or religious texts or whatever it may be. And so during this month, um, you're, you know, if you're seeing it out, um, you're also supposed to increase your prayers. And so it turns into a month of, you know, not only are you depriving yourself of food and water, which we're so used to, um, you're also trying to be a better person. And so it's so funny because, you know, we talk about hanger and outside of this month, if I skip breakfast and lunch, I'll start complaining and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so hangry. You know, my, my temper is short and, and I'm impatient and whatever it may be. And I, you know, obviously try not do that, but during this month, that is exactly what you're supposed to do is not only may you get in those states of, of hanger and not having that food that you're typically used to, but can you do that while maintaining kindness, while maintaining understanding, while not talking ill of people? And so I find that this typically comes in a time where I am very impatient in my life and maybe I'm focusing on the wrong things. And so, you know, it's it's almost like a fresh start for me. I know some people are really into New Year's and, and starting the new year off, right? To me, that's that's more like Ramadan, right? So that my month of setting my resolutions and really reflecting on how I live my life. Um, and instead of like a day, it's an entire month, right? So it really makes you reflect. And, and um, not only are you setting those resolutions, but you're you're executing it. And I think it's interesting that it's a month. Um, and to my, my knowledge, you know, Lent is similar, where a lot of studies now will show that you know, 30 days will create a habit. If you can do something for 30 days straight, you'll create a habit. And so I think there's something to that, right? I think um, these these religious events um, are, are, you know, s- synonymous to those things where, hey, if you can do this for an extended period of time, can you make a habit out of it? Being a kind person, realizing that you don't need these things that we are so reliant on, realizing that you are stronger than your wants and your need than your wants and that um really understanding what your true needs are in life to a podcast because i think it's an interesting way to think and act and look at life right um myself i'm i'm doing it for a month it's focusing me to look at it um some people may do it for a week a day not at all or maybe it's fleeting thoughts when you're when you're at yoga, you know. Um, and so I think it's a good practice. And so I wanted to bring some of those thoughts and ideas to this podcast and, and give things for, food for thought for people to look into. And so one food for thought is something that I've been thinking about. So um, the entire day I'm sitting there thinking about food and water and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so hard and and oh my gosh, I just want to eat and whatever it may be. And by the end of the day, the second it is time for me to eat or drink, 
I realize I'm like, oh, I could do this another day, you know, like suddenly I'm not so hungry. I'm not so thirsty anymore. Well, obviously I drink and eat and I'll take a sip and I'll take um, a bite of food and I'm fine. Like I can have a conversation. I can go get up and do stuff um, because suddenly it's not so pressing. Suddenly, just because I can, it's, it's not pressing on me. It's not stressing me out. It's not causing me any anxiety. Um, suddenly I have energy, right? Um, and likewise, some days I will feel like that when I have my first drink and first bite and yet I will eat and eat and eat, um, until I am stuffed and know that is not part of it. You are not supposed to do that, but, um, I'm human. And so sometimes that happens, right? It's natural. You haven't eaten all day. So you're going to stuff your body as much as you can. And it's so interesting because I do that and, the next day, I am no less hungry than if I just ate normally. Um, actually, probably when I'm going to bed, I am more uncomfortable because I um, stuffed myself. And so it's interesting because I think in life, life mimics this, right? So that's the reason I'm bringing up the story is in life, um, we also sit there and all day we will stress about something we cannot control. And the only thing we can do is be patient and wait until the time comes where, you know, that is resolved, or we no longer care. Um, But so often we, myself included, all we spend so much time and energy focusing on, oh my gosh, when this comes, when this is going to happen, when this issue will go away, and we have no control, you know, and when that issue finally goes away, or when that time comes that it's resolved, so quickly are we able to snap that out of our minds and move on. Um, and there's no reason that we can't do that in the moment before it actually gets resolved. You know, it's, it really truly is all in our heads and it's how we can control our mind that allows us to be resilient in these instances. Also on that topic that I realized as I've been going through this is what we talk about, right? So It is so easy when something is on your mind or something is different or going wrong that that is the thing we bring up, right? So in this example, um, when someone, they're like, oh, how are you doing, you know, or what's new, whatever, the first thing I'm like, oh, I'm fasting, I'm so hungry, you know, and it makes me realize like, I, if I just ate, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm so full, I'm content. Um, maybe if it was a really good meal, but it got me thinking how often if things do not go according to our plan, we consistently bring that up. We will tell people like if our fight got delayed, right? It's like, Oh, how was your flight? Oh, it got delayed. Oh, I had to do this. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Um, I guess in your day, think about, are you consistently when someone asks, Or when you're telling someone about your life, are you consistently bringing up the things that are bringing you down? Or are you consistently talking about the things that are bringing you up? Because that also shows where you're giving your energy. So if you can consistently talk about the things that are bringing you up, um, talk about how you had a good day and all of these good things, your focus goes on the good things. And when you recall your day, because you're focusing on the good things and you're talking about the good things, your memory will also think it was a good day. And so likewise, when you recall your life, you will think you had a good week and a good month and a good life. 
opposite, if you tend to think about the things that are not going your way or that are different in a negative way, you are consistently talking about the things that are going wrong or going not according to plan. And then when you were calling your day, your day didn't go to plan. Your day was negative. Your week was negative. Your week didn't go to plan. Nothing's working out for you. And all of a sudden, you're not focusing on the grateful things you have in life and all of these good things that are happening to you. You're focusing on the things you consistently talk about. And if those things are the negative things, then you're consistently talking negative and then that changes your mindset. So that's an interesting tidbit to reflect on and think, are you ta constantly talking about the good things and, and how can you shift towards that paradigm? On a similar topic, it's like, what, what are the things you're talking about and saying about yourself? They say there's a lot of strong emotions tied with the words I am so if you listen to affirmations they always say to do daily affirmations in the morning I am powerful I am beautiful I am loved I am enough right likewise when you're talking to people and telling those stories what are you saying about yourself are you saying I am tired I am oh I'm I'm so annoyed today right and you say these things and your body listens, right? There's, there's a lot of studies out there that show your mind how it interprets and reacts to I am phrases and what you're constantly saying about yourself. And if you're constantly talking about those negative things and saying I am this and it's in a negative light, um, your body might react, you know? And I don't know necessarily if it's 100% true, but placebo is the strongest drug. And in all of these studies, there's a reason there's a control. There's a reason they have to test placebos because placebo is such a powerful drug. It's what you tell yourself that is really how your body reacts. And so try and get more placebos, right? I, I like to believe these things because then I just consistently say better things and speak better and say good things about myself. And then I believe that that'll happen. Um, and so it's your choice whether you believe in it or not. I think... Likewise, you can do things, my friends and I were recently talking, like what are the placebo things you do that potentially could be placebo, but they make you feel good anyway, right? And and I've noticed I can add certain things into my day that that are that quote unquote placebo for me. For example, like morning juice for me, like a green juice um, or overnight oats. I mean... You know, at the core, those are things that are good for you, right? Like there's nutrition in green juice, there's nutrients and vitamins and, and overnight oats. I put a ton of um, different superfoods in there. So at the core, yes, 100%, it's good for me. But do I like gas that up so much and make it a placebo? Probably. Like if I have green juice and overnight oats, I'm unstoppable that day. I um, I have my life together. I am feeding my body the most nutritious thing there is out there. Like that is going way more than the benefits that are coming from just eating that good food. It's a mental state, right? Um, same goes workouts in the morning. I don't always get to them. Um, but when I do, I'm, I'm unstoppable. Yes, there's a good thing about working out, right? That's not a bad thing for me. Working out is good. But because I have these connotations about people who work out in the mornings and what it means when I accomplish a workout in the morning, this placebo really adds to the rest of my day. And so vitamins, you know, taking a single vitamin, whatever it is, dressing up, doing your makeup, um, 
you know, buying nice clothes for yourself or a new set of, you know, whatever it is that gives you that placebo effect, add it into your day. Give yourself that. Believe it. Buy, you know, placebo is the strongest drug. Can you make yourself believe it? And if you can, do whatever that gets you in that mindset, you know, strive for that. Oh, this is all to say that your mental state is so powerful and kindness and energy and how you perceive life in your day is all based on you and your perception and your mental state. So what are the things that you can do to be a more patient person, be kinder, love life, feel connections between people, have that thing that makes you feel so amazing and loved and and happy about life because in the end it's all about being happy in my personal opinion um i think there's an aspect of putting good out into the world and so if you can be happy and put good and in, out into the world whether that's good deeds good thoughts good emotions good energy that that's all it comes down to at the end of the day so yeah, that that was the whole thing of the podcast. You know, can you incorporate those things? Can you be mindful and selfless and practice practice those things in your life? Um, so hopefully everyone enjoyed this one. Just uh, maybe a bit of a brain dump and the things that I think of, but there are also the things that I wish I had more conversations of with the people because sometimes I need a reminder. So I hope this serves as your reminder. Um, as always, I hope you guys enjoy it. Tune back in, uh, on the first, we'll have another episode and we'll continue. And I'm so excited to see what's to come this year. Have a great one.